After I chug a six-pack of water, why don't I swell up like a bloated, belching balloon? What keeps me and my body's water in balance? Isn't it amazing that our bodies keep water in the right places pretty much all the time? Think about it. On a regular day, you might drink one liter or four liters of fluids, and somehow your body's water balance inside and outside your blood vessels pretty much stays put. And any excess water is eliminated by the kidneys. How do we balance water like this? There are two terms that I'm going to introduce you to today. They are hydrostatic pressure and colloid osmotic pressure. Those terms might sound frightening now, but in a few minutes, you'll not only know what these water balancing forces are in our bodies, but you're going to be able to think about how unbalancing them can lead to fluid shifts in the body. Let's start by remembering where fluid is. Our body has two spaces fluid can rest inside. The first space is the intravascular space. And yes, as the name kind of indicates, this space is within our blood vessels. And around 40% of the body's water exists in this space at any point in time. The second space is the extravascular space. And this is subdivided into the intracellular space and the interstitial space. Intracellular space, the space inside cells. Interstitial space is that little third space between cells and blood vessels. Put together, these form the extravascular space, and the extravascular space holds about 60% of the body's water. The 40 and 60% are important, and I'm going to come back to that in just a minute. Since water can freely move between the intravascular and the extravascular space, let's explore how hydrostatic pressure and colloid osmotic pressure act like opposing balancing forces and, in the process, explain why your legs and arms aren't swelling up like balloons right now from water seeping out of blood vessels. Hydrostatic pressure is the pressure against blood vessel walls that water creates just by being inside the blood vessel. That pressure pushes outward, and because blood vessels are just specialized cells linked together, water can seep through. When I think about water pressure inside blood vessels, I imagine turning on my garden hose. Just one twist of the spigot handle, and you've got low-pressure water exerting a low amount of pressure on the hose. Twist the spigot all the way and imagine how much higher the inside water pressure gets in that garden hose. Hydrostatic pressure is this force inside our blood vessels. So take a look at your hand. Is it ridiculously swollen? If not, and I hope it's not, why not? Hydrostatic pressure is pushing water out of your blood vessels right now. What's keeping hydrostatic pressure in check? Enter colloid osmotic pressure. Sounds like a horrible term, doesn't it? Colloid refers to something that can't be dissolved inside of some other substance. Usually that other substance is water. In our scenario, the blood protein albumin 
is most of the colloid that contributes to colloid osmotic pressure in the body. Now, that second term, osmotic. Remember osmosis from high school science? Osmosis is the movement of water from an area of high concentration to an area of lower concentration. The blood protein albumin inside our blood vessels creates a scenario where water concentration is higher outside the blood vessels than it is inside the blood vessels. That difference in concentration is what activates osmosis. Let's go back to those body fluid percentages I mentioned a few minutes ago. The intravascular space is occupied by 40% water, and a big chunk of the rest of the space is the colloid protein albumin. The extravascular space, the space outside blood vessels, is made up of 60% water. The concentration of water is roughly 20% higher outside blood vessels, and that concentration difference creates a pressure difference where water wants to go from outside the vessels to inside the vessels. So let's review. Two opposing forces help balance our body's water between the intravascular and the extravascular space. Hydrostatic pressure is a force that pushes water out of blood vessels. Colloid osmotic pressure is a force that pushes water in to blood vessels. In a healthy person, these two forces are balanced. In future talks, we'll come back to these two ideas. For example, in someone who's malnourished, their albumin protein levels can fall due to malnourishment, reducing colloid osmotic pressure and throwing off the balance. In pregnancy, the growing fetus can compress the inferior vena cava, leading to increased hydrostatic pressure in the veins of the legs. And just ask any pregnant woman about foot swelling and varicose veins. Please take some time out today to remember what an amazing, compassionate, and extraordinary gift you are to the world. My name is Jason Michael Kiernan, and I'm not a nursing instructor. I'm your nursing instructor. <laughs>